<laughs> I love bringing the two friends one big waste of time podcast with Garrett, Woody, and Austin. Hello. Starting off with our normal segment as usual, Nuz Nook. Uh, Woody, what is this segment? The segment is where we talk about our Nuzlocke challenge that we share with Soul Silver. This week was Austin. Yes. What is Nuzlocke, Woody? Nuzlocke is where you play Pokemon with a certain number of rules. A couple of them are when a Pokemon dies, it's gone forever. The first Pokemon that you meet in a, in a new area is the one that you get to use. Whether or not you capture it or not, it doesn't fucking matter. Those are the two biggest ones. So, Austin, how'd it go? Okay. Well, I would like to go ahead and I'll start off by saying no deaths. Everybody survived. No. There you go. That relieves tension. <laughs> it relieves a lot of tension. Yeah. I would also like to say that this is probably the most efficient. I'd argue that this is the most efficient session that anybody has done. Minus maybe Garrett's first one. But Oh, wow. I, I got three badges on the last one. You did. One. I felt like I did pretty freaking good. Okay. So, uh, going up to Lake of Rage, I caught a Flaffy. And I named it. It was at Route 43. And I named it. Damn, girl. So, since it was a girl, I couldn't think of anything else at the time. So, that's just what I named it. Uh, then went to the Lake of Rage and immediately threw on a rappel and went up there. And I think I got up to like right where it had been at one point because it was moving around. Oh, and I'm like, it moved. no, it, it, was, it was definitely moving. So, I got to where it was and I just waited because I'm like, I'm not risking it moving at all. And so, because the moment you move, you could trigger yeah yeah repels don't make it don't cancel them out completely not completely no but i know that the rule of thumb is that your starting pokemon has to be higher than um than the local pokemon so when i oh by the way i almost immediately went and got uh flaffy out of the box like that was an immediate thing that i did yes um and so i went up there and um the moment uh, well, I have fought a trainer that had a Gyarados, and I used Flaffy, and it used Thundershock, and it didn't kill it all the way. And I was like, okay, because it's flying in water, so I was thinking, okay, it should be a one-hit, but it wasn't. So then I had flashbacks to when I played, like, uh, Gold and Silver. Gyarados in that version knows Thrash, which is a beating, and I'm like, ooh, I should probably have Tazermon with me. So the moment... Uh, I started the battle, Tazermon started it off, and immediately thun- like thunder-waved it, but then I'm like, okay, what's... After a while, I realized, okay, it doesn't have a whole lot, and so I can't even remember who I fought it with, because it- I did this yesterday, and it got real close to dying, but I was able to catch... Oh, almost ran out of Pokeballs. That was, dr- that was really bad. That was the only real stress <laughs> tension I had in all that, but um, caught it, and I named it number one pick. Because when we did our uh, Gen 2 draft a long time ago, me and Woody were like, hey, is the Red Gyarados technically in the pick? And you were like, no. So I named it number one pick in honor for us to do so. So there you go. Um, in no way would it still have counted. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think I had a possibility. <laughs> uh, I swapped Bra, the Tentacool. Uh, for spot at the daycare, from, like at the very beginning, so it should be at at least level twenty at this point. 
Okay. Um, so go and do the whole Lake of Rage thing. Lance, when you walk into the thing where Lance, where you go into the underground part for the Lake of Rage, I, I just wrote down that the hyperbeam was super aggressive. The fact that he goes, hey, Gyarados, hyperbeam on a human being. Like, this just really destructive yeah. beam of energy. I was yeah. like, good lord, that's just really, really aggressive. Um, the statues were annoying. Uh, in the Rocket HQ, I caught a Voltorb, and I named it Al-Qaeda. So... Perfect. So, yeah. Um, then, number two evolved uh, into a Crobat. Cool. There you go. Um, Tasermon evolved into a Magneton. Oh, you kept using Tasermon. Mm-hmm. So what happened was... I figured, like, you would have taken him out for... You see, you were so upset with me with... I was. back in the day, in the box. And, uh, no, you're good, but I, I can't, I can't remember who I took out, because, well, right now, how I ended the party was with... It would have been Udi would have also been Yeah, I took Udi out. I yeah, took Udi out. That was what I took out. Figured. Um, and I took out Amarok 2 and put in number one pick, because yeah. I think Amarok 2 is at level 25, and... Amarok 2 is 27, I think. And right off the bat, the Red Gyarados was at level 30. So I was like, eh, switch out. And so, um, trying to think. The, yeah. Chase more involved. Ran into Suicune at Route 40-something that you caught a, the extra Magikarp at. And I was like, crap. No, it just runs away. And it ran away. And I was yeah. like, okay, cool. So maybe I did we'll, forget about that, but one, the moment he said that, I was like, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't happen. But maybe there's a chance for us to get a Suicune. I don't know. Yeah, I think there is. Mm. There's maybe. a special event for Suicune when Raikou and Entei are roaming, I believe. Mm. I do not remember, actually. Okay. Anyways, uh, fought Price in the Ice Gym, and literally, it was just Orion and Brick Break the entire way through the entire gym, and it was pretty easy. Yeah. Like, really, really easy. Um, so then go back to Goldenrod because the moment you step out, hey, something's up with Team Rocket. I don't know what's going on. Uh, and so then, that's the radio tower. Then. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, go up through everything, and then the director fight. I was not really prepared for him because you had, you fought him originally in the Rocket HQ, and he's got like three Pokemon. I'm like, okay, this is probably the same dude. Turns around and he's got six Pokemon. And I'm like, oh crap! And so he has all coughings and wheezings. This entire thing was so stressful because of the amount of just... Self-destructs? Self-destructs and the amount of just sludge and poison. Which, good lord, I was so sick of. But the Gyarados' Intimidate cuts down on attack. And that's why I also kept Tasermon in. Because, like, Steel is has a lot of resistance to... Since Self-Destruct it's, is a normal type. Attack. Yeah, and also it's immune to poison. Attacks. Yes, that was another reason why I yeah. kept it. Um, this is another reason why I picked it over Flaffy. <laughs> it was great. Um, I evolved Sean. Cool. Too. Um, the rival fight was easy, but I wasn't hundred percent prepared. I was a little anxious at first because I was like, eh, wasn't I? I thought it was a little ways down, but no. I think my mind was just so on. Hey, here's what Gen Two was, and it since there's so much difference between regular silver versus. Soul Silver, like there's just a massive difference, and it threw me off. That's all. Yeah. Uh, when everything, Team Rocket is officially dead or out. Uh, got the Silver Wing, which I'm assuming is for Lugia, but I have no clue. Yeah. They said that we need something else outside of the Silver Wing to make Lugia it's appear. Like a bell or something weird. I'm like not 100 percent sure, yeah. but that's what it said. And uh, 
I did go two minutes over, um, but I ended in Mahogany Town, which is right What's right next to where place? you need to be going. Should we lose forty minutes on the last one or the next one? <laughs> <laughs> For two minutes. Penalty. Yeah, minutes Penalty. Got, got, yeah. Oh, twenty my. minutes a minute. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> That's a redonkulous penalty. Harsh. Very harsh penalty. Um, no, in it in Mahogany because it's just like a quick turn and you're right where you need to be, which is in the Dragon City. I don't really remember what it's called, but I just put it put you as close to it. Um, notes. Wait, so Claire's not dead? Not no, dead? I didn't I didn't get no. a chance to clear it because freaking Team Rocket took five ever to do both in Mahogany no. Town and in Goldenrod. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. I don't know. It I don't know about you, but so when he was telling time. me it was the most efficient, I was thinking Claire was done. No, 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 no. But like Team Rocket took way more, yeah. more time than That's you the think. Thing. It did. That hideout takes a lot of time. So can you so. tell us what the team is right now and what the levels are? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't write them down. I could look them up real quick, but it's it's not bad. It's a, uh, I believe What's the team at least. The team definitely is number two, the Crobat. Uh, number one pick, the Red Gyarados. Which I believe Crobat's at 34 and Gyarados is at 33, if I'm not mistaken. Orion the Heracross at level 34. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I know. Everybody's. That's that's where I was efficient. That's where I was trying to say. It. Everybody's beefed up. Uh, Sean the Amphros at level 32, yeah, I think. You got an Amphros, so you level that thing up like a motherfucker. Uh, the. Um, what's it called? The Magneton. Uh, Tasermon at level 32, I want to say. Yeah. I think that's five, right? Yeah, yeah he was sure. at 27. No, 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 no. That's five total Pokemon. I have the Gyarados. Yeah. Gyarados, Magneton, uh, Orion. I also had Max Power out there. And yes, Max Power is the only one that I really didn't touch, but I kept him with it. Yeah. That's the only thing that might... Um, yeah. Essentially, he needs to be leveled up some because he could be really helpful with Claire... Because Claire, they have a lot of Cedras and Horsies, since um, having a Grass-type Pokemon would be efficient. Oh, and the Red Gyarados knows Ice Fang, too. So that's another cool thing that's awesome. Um, ooh, excuse me. Um, so my notes. Max Power could be really helpful because it's slow-leveled, which is kind of what I was saying. Um, your best, what are your best options for Claire would be Tasermon, Sean, and the number one pick. Um, they're best ones for this one. Uh, number two is potentially in danger because some of those dragon Pokemon could know Ice Beam, and that's a quick damage, I would say. Uh, I, I don't know actually, if I was actually there. looking at Claire. There I'm was... just saying some of the trainers around there. I always fight the trainers, so that's just me. Um, I put Spot into Daycare. Um, for everybody... Let's, can we maybe do a better job at restocking items when they're low? I I mean, I spent a whole buttload of money on potions, balls, and, uh, like, full heals. So, like, hopefully that'll all be better, but we should be good for a while. Just for future reference, that might be worth stopping to get every once in a while. Um, maybe research the encounter for Suicune and for Lugia. And, um, yeah. There is a possibility that we might need to level up and grind some because the rocket and stuff like that, like they the, were the final rocket, under. they were we were definitely a little under leveled because if it wasn't for uh, the number one pick, um, knowing Surf, 
Like, it would have, because he had a Hound Hour and a Hound Dune, both were at level 34 and 38, respectively. So it was like, ooh, okay, there's a massive level jump between everybody up until the main boss kind of a thing. So just, there was a ma- there's a pretty big level jump from Mahogany Town to Goldenrod. So I can only assume Goldenrod to, I'm blanking on what the Dragon Area is, that that level's going to be also high as well. So... Might potentially need to grind a little bit, but I'm not 100% sure. Maybe that's worth looking. And uh, just as a quick reminder, even though uh, the Gyarados knows Dragon Rage, Dragon Rage can only do 40 damage. Oh, come on. We know that. You say that, but then we're also... Come on. What he said, hey, the dude who doesn't know type advantage, so I'm yep. trying to help. This is my notes. You know it only knows 40 damage? Nope. I thought it was like 60 or 80. Mm-mm. So that, that was worth me saying something to help out. It was not a shot. It was purely just to inform. I think so, that's a shot. Well, <laughs> nonetheless, those are my notes. That is my report. Um, max power probably could be done for something else, but for the moment, I think the five starters are pretty awesome. I honestly liked having Sean, the Ampharos, knowing Thunder Punch, and then switching to Tasermon. Uh, it also knows a Magnet Bomb, which is a an attack that never misses. So like that, that was... Yeah, it is a steal. Yes, yeah. I didn't know that at all. And then going through all the coughings oh, and wheezings, steel. that new smoke screen, I just could, could do. granted it didn't do a whole lot of damage to him, which sucked. But outside of that, I was like, sweet, I'm at least hitting them every time. Yeah, uh, I'm looking so, very much looking forward to hearing how that Claire fight goes. Yeah, so I felt like I did pretty well in at least getting everybody up to the same standard. Um, you may like that team. You may want to switch. I don't know if you want what you want to do or not. Um, yeah, just something with spot might be worth. I don't know if we can ever get like a fire Pokemon or something different, but yeah, just kind of where we're at. That's all I got to say. No deaths. Yeah, no deaths. Me, I guess that's something to celebrate. Yeah, it's the first. So, uh, not since the first uh, segment, the first run. No deaths. Alright, that was Nuzdunk. Woody, where are we going next? We are going to move on to Misery Avenue for our movies. Are all these going to be negative? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very possible. Why, why is she negative? No, no, just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. Uh, movies for this week. Uh, I only watched one movie this week. This was a uh, the longest work week I've had in this entire year. Uh, but... So it's been not a lot of time. Also, you know, basketball and stars are playing in the mor- are playing at nights now. Uh, but this week, me and Woody were like, "Hey, what is you? Let's both watch like one movie we haven't watched before, and we'll talk about it on the podcast." And we picked The Firm. Yeah. I don't know why we picked this movie. I mean, it's on Netflix. It's a Tom Cruise movie, and so what we thought we would do is we would use Austin. As a guinea pig. Oh, boy. As Have you seen The Firm? No, I have not. Okay, perfect. So this is what we're going to do. Okay. Between Gare and I, Mm -hmm. who have both seen this movie this Mm -hmm. week, one of us will try to convince you to watch it. Okay. And one of us will try to convince you to not watch it. Mm. The problem is, right now, we don't know what side we're on. What? (laughs) What? I thought... Okay. I'm so confused. Oh, no, no, no. Garrett, I have a number behind my head between one and two. Okay. Pick it. 
And if you pick correctly, you get to be the positive. If you pick incorrectly, you get to be the negative. Two. So one. Okay. You are the negative. Okay. So which means I am the positive. All right. So Garrett's job is to convince you to not watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And it is my job to convince you to watch this movie mm-hmm. in the at the end. Uh, Garrett's going to go first. You will just go, I guess. Until you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> no, I mean... Okay, that's how we're doing Okay. Uh, this movie is cheesy as fuck. It starts off... That's a positive. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's the one of the opening scenes of this movie. So the movie is about... Can you give a description real quick about what the... So about? this movie is about a lawyer and Tom Cruise who is the top of his class at Harvard, and he takes a, uh, a job in a Memphis law firm, and the law firm ends up being not what it says that it actually is. Okay. That's the most neutral expression I can give you. Okay. Are we spoiling this movie? Yes. <laughs> I guess. Well, okay. Um... The movie starts off with him uh, being introduced to his colleagues at this new law firm. He's trying to convince his uh, wife, fiance, fiance. I think they're yeah, they're married. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his wife that this is a good thing for them. We're going to be moving from Boston to Memphis, uh, and this is going to be great for us. And they're walking. They're like in the in the uh, downtown of Memphis. People are moving around. And stuff's happening. It's this nice environment. There's this kid on the sidewalk who has a hat out and he's asking for change and he's doing uh, backflips. You know the backflips that are just continuous backflips. Mm-hmm. They're not backflips, but you like back in the hand and he's doing that whole thing. Tom Cruise just like does it with him for no reason what? and then doesn't give him any money afterwards. And that's how this. That's one of the first things about this movie that is like noticeable. And it's like what the fuck? Like what was that? <laughs> that was out of nowhere and super weird. Doesn't give him any money. That was the that was the That's most weird. Thing. That was the most weirdest part. Uh, so do I just keep going? Or are you just gonna refute that or what? Uh, did you want me to refute? I it? don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this. So is going. Tom Cruise gives a back handspring in this movie mm-hmm. alongside of a black kid on the side of Memphis. It's unbelievably ridiculous <laughs> and it's so fucking funny just to watch as the movie progresses. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> um. Oh, I got something. Do you? No. <laughs> you go. You go next. Do I go? Okay. Yeah, go with a good thing. We'll switch off. I like that. That's fair. Yeah, go with a good. So thing. in this movie, there's a bunch of people that are like, oh, that person that you've seen. So mm-hmm. Hank from Breaking Bad, like mm-hmm. he's in this film. This is a film from 1993. Okay. Uh, if you watch like The Americans, uh, there's an actress that's in Hank that. Hank from Breaking and- Bad has no lines in this movie. Carry on. She's in this movie. Not worth mentioning. It has a bunch of that people. Uh, Saw, like the legit bad guy in, in mm-hmm. Saw, Saw, is in this movie. He is a muscle alongside of Hank from Breaking Bad. So, like, given today's world and people that you see in movies and in TV shows, there's a bunch of, like, oh, that guy. Mm. It's a bunch of people in that movie. Uh, like, like I said, that guy, uh, Hank, has no lines in the movie. And uh, <laughs> the actors he's talking about aren't in today's, aren't that famous anymore, so it doesn't matter. Hmm. Except for Gary Busey. Everybody knows who Gary Busey is. I haven't even gotten to Gary Busey. Yeah. Please, allow Gary me Gary Busey. Op- okay, fine. Gary Busey is not in this movie enough. <laughs> Gary Busey gets a blowjob. <laughs> Good. Your turn. 
Um, oh, I want to say this one part, but I don't know if we're spoiling. Are we spoiling? There are major plot holes in this movie. This plot is fucking ridiculous, and that's what is fucking awesome about it, is that it's just like, yes. Like, these characters are just fucking committed in order to be like, this is the way to solve it. And this this sole complex thing as far as law is concerned, as far as what it can I do, what can't I do, and that these major organizations brought down by the tiniest thing in their thing. And that's what it is. As far as like Al Capone, he was brought down by the smallest thing in all of his operations. This gigantic organization that this law firm represents is what brings them down. Hmm. Uh, along with the first thing that I brought up with the uh, him doing the back <laughs> the backflips with the kid on the street. Uh, this movie is about trying to make Tom Cruise look as, as athletic as possible, even though he's a lawyer in this movie and doesn't need to be athletic. There are many scenes of him running, too many scenes of him running in this movie at full speed. Uh, that is unnecessary. So, you know the classic Tom Cruise action movie star? Yep. Yep. It is born in this movie. Hmm. So him with his full 90 degrees arms Awkward running style AF and running super style. like stand up. That he's like full posture, chest out. I am as tall as I can possibly believe while I run. It is made in this movie. Mm. This is before Mission Impossible. This is before Action Cruise. Action mm. Cruise. All right. Mm. He is still a serious actor. So you don't get this. Hey, I'm just here for the stunts and everything else. Mm-hmm. He is here for the thrills, for the action. For the act. Okay. This is the Tom Cruise you get. Okay. Uh, there's another scene where he is in a, in a bad mood and walks by the kid on the street again and also, again, doesn't give him any money as he's still doing his performance. So, I'm sorry I'm stuck on this one kid thing, but they bring him back for some reason. Hmm. And so it's double on the mind. This is a bring back. <laughs> when, you have to, when you have to remember how Tom Cruise felt when he first got to Memphis. Hmm. He was on top of the world. He was the best student at Harvard. At the same time, he didn't give him money both times, which meaning his money was still the same. (laughs) So, in this moment, Cruz is at his worst. He's Hmm. at the the bottom of what he has ever felt. And this is the way to represent that to you. Hmm. He has no time for back handsprings and flips. This is him where he is depressed. Hmm. He feels it. You feel it. Hmm. The soundtrack to this movie and this moment makes you feel for Tom as he is just ripped and he feels nothing. Hmm. Nothing is able to bring him out of out of this. Hmm. I'm good. Other thing, the only other things I have are spoiler related. And oh. if Based off of this segment, I guess we shouldn't be doing spoilers since we're trying to convince him to watch it. So, Do you have anything else? <laughs> this is a lawyer mobster movie. Mm. He's Although he's never in court in this movie. And yeah. <laughs> this is a lawyer mobster movie that also stars Gene Hackman. You watch Waterworld? No. Um. All right, Madam. Shit, she wasn't a Madam Secretary. Shit. 
What was she in in anything past? Gina Triplehorn. Okay, so fine. Gina Triplehorn. You know who that is? No, I do not. All right, thank you, Garrett, for suggesting that to me (laughs) to be the thing that I refer to him as for this actress. All right. In the 1990s, this is who you got a boner for. All right? Okay. She's in this movie. Holly Hunter, who ended up becoming... uh, she was a big actress in this show on FX that I can't fucking remember. Hmm. Uh, just Southern accent, whatever the fuck. She's in this. There is over the top acting for this. It's a whole big, like a big event. Hmm. Uh, Grisham, who is New York Times bestselling author for like lawyer books, basically. Hmm. The R.L. Stein. <laughs> You could say for a lawyer. I may go be like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> <laughs> the RL sign of lawyer books mm. for scary books, you could say. But <laughs> this movie itself is just so it's such a good thriller mm. and something you get you don't get nowadays mm. that it is about this Harvard lawyer who goes to Memphis. And the firm that he joined up with is not what it seems. And him trying to get himself out, it's a bunch of actors in their heyday trying to like just continue on with their careers. Mm. It is so much more than whatever the movie offers. And like that's part of it. What makes it great? Mm. You don't get this kind of movie where it's such a small scale that you don't get nowadays. And that's why I think you should watch this movie. Okay. Austin, mm-hmm. would you or would you not watch this movie based off of this conversation? Both of you have great points. Oh, come um, on. <laughs> oh, if you want me to be completely honest, I'm not interested in watching this movie. God damn it! I thought I had it! I'm not gonna lie! I think Fuck. I think the old schoolness of it all, and I think like the cheesiness. I mean, it. I don't. For one thing, oh, hold on. I'm also not this a big is not older. the audience. <laughs> no. thing, I'm the audience. so mad. Not the audience for this movie. I'm so infuriated. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just being honest. It. I mean, Tom, Tom Cruise is not my favorite actor to begin with. Um, but I mean, he should be. He's our height. He stands up for yeah. us. <laughs> That's what sure. I've realized recently. Yes. It's like I should probably invest more mm. in this person. Um. I don't know. I think, I think the fact that it's a lawyer that doesn't have any lawyer like law scenes in it just seems off to me. Like he could have been another profession. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, since this is over and I've already won, uh, let's just be clear. I did really enjoy this movie. What? And no, I had to be the negative. That oh, was I guess you. That was the that thing. Was, that's the trick. Mm-hmm. So now. If we want I, to continue the soundtrack, on with the bit, soundtrack for this movie is unbelievable. It's I love so it. I love good. piano in this soundtrack. So here, so if we continue on with this bit, this is how it goes, or how I envisioned it. Mm-hmm. Because I lost, you and I get to watch a similar movie, mm. or we watch like one movie, oh, and nice. one of us continues on, and one of us is a negative, one mm. of us is the positive, and we try to convince Garrett. All right. So you and I will will try to figure out some sort of movie mm. that we can watch this week. And try to convince Karen to watch. Yeah. Uh, but no, like this movie isn't bad. Like that's no. the best bit. I re- no, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, as like, as, I didn't think it was it that might bad. be my favorite Tom Cruise movie <laughs> that I've seen. Wow, it's really good. It's not my like fuck. 
the Mission Impossible. I haven't seen all of Mission Impossible. That's the thing. Movies. Like the Mission yeah. Impossible. I've seen get so most good. of the Mission Impossible. Yes. Yeah. So like this is a character that you don't see it of Tom Cruise. Like mm-hmm. it's him. Like in the theatrical role, I guess you could say. Like it's it's pre I mean, it's pre him. Like oh, I am an action star, and that's mm-hmm. just what I'm good at. And and it does add something special. Well, I mean, I've seen him so. in that one movie with the. Um, he had like a brother that was like mentally handicapped. And he just wound up adopting him. I don't know if you've seen that movie or not. It was a little... It's a bit of an older school movie. And, like, he initially hates the kid. But, like, essentially his dad died but left in his will, like, to a brother that he didn't know. And his brother was, like, mentally handicapped. And, essentially, he tries to get him to, like, give over the will. But eventually he kinds of liking the, the brother kind of the thing. So, I don't know. I've seen him in... The point of that was to say that I've seen him in roles other than the... Mission Impossible thing. I don't know. I know that's a bit of a... Oh, yeah. Take that back. He was the best in Thunderstruck. Thunder Force? What was the name of that movie? Oh, with the weird robot things? No. (laughs) That's my... uh, The Ben Stiller, uh, Jack Black. How? What's the name of that movie? How Dare You. What's the name of it? I forgot. How Dare You. you. That's That's one of my favorite roles of his. It's a very good role. It's hysterical. I didn't expect a reaction from you like that. Uh, you like I that love that movie. Are you mad that I forgot the title of it? Yes. Okay. And that I don't remember what the movie is for myself. <laughs> oh. oh, you're telling me his best movie wasn't Top Gun? <laughs> Woody, where are we going next? <laughs> next up, we are going to take a trip down the terror of valleys of TV. Uh, this is all you, buddy. Oh, it is? Oh, fuck yeah. So, I have seen three movies, or TV shows, whatever we're in right now. About me. About, as, honestly, it's about me. Yes, Garrett. About hey, what? did you lock up that wheelchair? No. Alright, as you leave, might as well have fucking locked up the wheelchair, because this is going to be a long segment. <laughs> I have what? seen a lot of things. So, starting <laughs> off with Meat Eater. Meat Eater is essentially a hunting show, mm. which I watched a lot of when I was kind of in that high school age. Mm. Uh, I hunted a lot uh, with my dad, uh, turkey hunting and deer hunting out in West Texas. Mm. Something I was like, I became, I went to college and kind of went out. Like it was something that I didn't do as much. Uh, it's something that you like, you got to be invited to, or just kind of put a lot of effort into. Mm. In order to make sure that like you have some land essentially in order to do and something i like it's just something i couldn't do as uh, basically as a college student mm. and this is a really nicely done hunting show hmm. uh and they do a lot of like two-parters they do a lot of, like one of the four episodes of this part is a all it is is a cooking show hmm so it's not that's but not they're out going and hunting for the food versus like buying it from a store. Yeah, and so oh, and cool. that's what a lot of that's what the two the three other major shows are. And in one of them, he he doesn't get anything. And so that's one of the things that I th- I think really does draw from it is he he hits an elk, but he doesn't kill it, mm. and he he comes to the conclusion himself that I did not do enough to end this elk's life the tag that I have gotten, which is one of 50 in this state, mm. is done. Because I didn't finish the job. Mm. And so what I did is over. Yeah, tags for hunting is ridiculous. If, yeah. you don't, if you don't know anything about hunting, tagging 
animals and that whole process is ridiculous like for example i'm just going to use moose in colorado because that's a whole like every year every that's what it is it's it is muzzle loading in colorado <clears throat> he got one of 50 and mm. what he did is he shot at a at a moose mm. and he wounded it for sure mm. but when he went to go start to track it there just wasn't enough blood after he he mm. searched for it. It didn't happen. He searched for it the whole continuous next day. And he was like, there just wasn't enough evidence that he mortally wounded it. And there wasn't mm. enough blood evidence that he did anything. No. So that's where that. he was. My tag is forfeit. Mm. He made that conscious choice that if it happened, it happened. Mm. And my tag is gone anyways. But if it didn't happen, I don't know what that is. But... Mm. He made his effort. It was gone. And For so that sure. was one of the things that was really I mean, cool about it. Like, he what I was, himself understands yeah. about it. What I was going to say is that, like, for you to go moose hunting in Colorado, essentially every year you apply for a tag to go physically hunting. And you can choose to go, yeah, I'm not going to hunt this year. And that tag goes towards a bank. You have to have essentially 30 years of those banked tags to be able to go moose hunting once. So... To be able to hunt a moose in Colorado, like, just because they're not as populated as deer, like, you, you can, people who are wanting to really hunt moose, they, like, they'll put that in the bank, but, yeah, essentially, I don't know about muzzleloading, that's a whole different ballgame, and it might be a whole different thing with tags, but all I know is that hunting moose is a, like, maybe twice in a lifetime thing that you might yeah. be able to do. So, for you to say that, hey, he missed it, that's rough that's that's a lot of time and money and effort wasted essentially. yeah so, and yeah, one I of the things that. that he shows um, i'm not a hunter his, so i could totally be getting that wrong too um, so. from his one of his previous seasons is he there's a certain like bird that exists in alaska mm-hmm. and in this episode he showed he completely fails and in the next season he brings a person along with him who does this uh, not for a living but does it just to, in order to, like, survive and, like, bring some sort of income for her family? And it's like, oh, this is the how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, this wasn't the kind worst way. Kind of like a way. hunting ground expert kind yeah, of Yeah, basically. Okay. It's like, yeah, you were wrong, but this is where you fucked up, and this is where what we're going to correct. Mm. And so that was, like, really cool. Uh, that was Meat Eater, which is on Netflix, it's one of my favorite. That seems brilliant. Uh, I like that. I have. I essentially have two shows. I have a show that I watch, and I have a show that I will cook during. Mm. And this is a cook during show. And That's cool. All the shows I bring up during this week are cook during shows. Uh, next one is American Barbecue Cookoff, which is a barbecue cookoff uh, game show, where eight cookoffs happen, and it's the best. It's the best barbecuer in America. Hmm. They bring a whole bunch of people together. And honestly, it goes from, yeah, this is very traditional to, you're not going to fucking be able to do this. So <laughs> it starts off where it's like, hey, we want this, which is like ribs or something. Like 101. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, we want this in five hours, which in a barbecue competition not a is not a lot of time. Because most of these people are doing it for like 16 hours yeah, or something these people, stupid. Yeah, these, that's what I see. Look, spoiler alert. The winner of this show does not do that well in the first challenge. And it goes on to where they're like, hey, 
this is some more tradi- this is some things that people have cooked off with before as far as if they're into barbecue and it's like iguana or raccoon or possum and it's like all right okay and uh, some others are like elk deer and shit like yeah. that where it's like more traditional more common go for it. yeah, yeah. Uh, it continues on where it's like we're gonna cook in different times and so we go antebellum or pre-colonial and pre-colonial you have to cook on top of a wood stove mm. thing that could catch on fire and it's just like ridiculous as far as how it goes on but one of the people who makes it at least to the finals I, I just personally truly enjoyed as far as from the first episode mm. so that like continued me through it as far as the people who were competing one of the things that was really fun as far as the competition is that everyone rooted for each other that's cool and so, like, that was it different. Makes it more fun. Yeah. yeah, and so everyone kind of just went with it. And so, no matter who won, you're just kind of like, I root for them because they rooted for my person. Everyone kind of understood how it went. Mm-hmm. And I truly, like, once you get to these things and you've kind of just experienced for a while, mm-hmm. you get, like, whatever they show you is manufactured. And so I truly see how they showed mm-hmm. you the seven or eight competitions, however long it was, yeah. that it was over a very short period of and- time. And so in that way, it was very, from day one, everyone was very just like out there like for themselves, but everyone was kind of for each other. Mm. Everyone understood where everyone was. And then as far as like just eight days later, like you were all I knew for eight days. Mm. I got you. And like we all understood where everyone was at, yeah. which was really cool. That's nice. Nice to see because you can hear see. about a humble competition show. It's what it was. No, no. You've seen another so watching like Ink Masters, like eh, man, you suck. Well, like I love I love Ink Masters, but like I fucking love Ink Master too. Listen, I fucking love that shit. So like, you remember that? Like you can tell when like dramas generated like the producer going hey can you and this other person just have a massive beef and just like bad talk each other or maybe there is real beef i don't know but there's a difference between like fake producer induced drama versus like do you remember when those like two girls were ganging up on that one dude and he said well how come you look like you're 50 and you're 20 and then like everybody like all the other dudes just immediately turned around and the girls just like harped on him and it was one of the best burns i've ever heard on live tv it was great but like like, you can tell when people, like, genuinely don't like each other versus, like, hey, like, I, it's not that I'm against you, my producer's telling me to do it and they're paying me money. So, yeah, like, exactly. you can tell when there's real, like, bonds or real, like, tension versus, like, producer-made or producer-forced, I guess, emotions? I don't know. Yeah, it's probably the way to put it. And if that's that's probably how I put this one. Is that it's just fun to watch. It is really cool cooking techniques. Mm. As someone who I try to cook, and I want to see the different ways to cook something, and it's it really is a lot of fun mm. in order to see all of that sort of shit. And barbecuing is something that like I do a whole lot of, or I attempt to mm. do uh, with an oven and a stove. That's all I really yeah. got. Did you get that backyard? Uh, yeah, for real. Mm. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, something else that I turned to was uh, chef, uh, Chef's Table, is what it's called. And they are a thing that's on Netflix that has six seasons, basically, hmm. if you want to do it that way. And they did an anthology with it called Barbecue. And so what they did is they followed four barbecue chefs. What is, what it is essentially is four barbecue chefs in their life. And it continued on. 
it let you learn their upbringing to where they came to be and it's awesome it is super serious because like one of them is uh, this guy who achieved this restaurant with a michelin star Mm. and while he was there he went this isn't what i ultimately wanted Hmm. he he looked at his partner who he had for like a decade and was like dude like this isn't what i want Hmm. and his his partner was like then what did you want i i don't know i don't get what you want out of me in this moment you have left me with this all of this work like we get nothing but business in in spain where so many people have access to us there's nothing that i can do for you I, he had no other response than just irritation hmm. out of this guy as far as we have achieved everything and you wanted more. And it's about his journey past that hmm. where he sets up shop in a new place. He continues with the cooking technique that is fucking cool to hear. Hmm. He cooks only oven over an open flame. That's cool. That's it. There is nothing else. He spent a year to develop a technique with caviar over an open flame. Hmm. That's it. With caviar, fish eggs. He developed a year over how do you eat this at its absolute point of excellence. Hmm. And it was just really cool in order to see all four, which was dedicated to a certain person, over their life, over how do they cook, how do they get to where they were. It was a really cool thing. And Mm -hmm. I really liked it. Chef's Table Barbecue. On Netflix is really cool. And yeah, I just watched four cooking things mm-hmm. and mostly about barbecue and cooking meat. It was just really cool in order to just uh, develop all of it. One of really my... Awesome. I have a bunch of big and small life goals. One of my small ones is to eat at a Michelin star restaurant. Like, And I know that's going to cost me like a couple hundred probably. Yeah. But like, I know that a lot of chefs have to go through a whole lot of ordeals to like make good quality food yeah and so it's just kind of like to have a one to any one to three star any any michelin stars it's amazing it is a really impressive feat no it's amazing so this guy to hear that somebody gave up on that is really like interesting to hear yeah so they got one right and so he was like what do i do like it was honestly to him it was i just he didn't like it anymore Mm. he didn't like the demand for it he didn't like where it came from and so he just decided Australia had a, an abundance of ingredients for him to use and everything else. Hmm. And so that's where he developed this kitchen, which if you watch the show, the, you see how different this kitchen is created as far as other kitchens. He was trained in French, in French coaching and French cooking, which is the most abundant as far as the style is concerned. And everything is essentially derived from that. A lot of the techniques for cooking are derived from French cooking, and then you get uh, spiral-offs. And one of the things from him is he didn't want a Michelin. Mm. It wasn't, like, his thing. And he just, like, kept going for it as far as, like, the fire and the flame is concerned. Mm. And... It was just one of those things that kind of came out of it. And that was one of those where it's like, dude, like the cooking in the Michelin, like that's something that is kind of a byproduct of the love. Hmm. It's never a strive for the Michelin. 
it's always a strive for the cooking. And hmm. like you said, always wanted to eat at a Michelin. I fucking understand it where I want to try. Like I saw his fire seared uh, ribeye in a bone. Hmm. I was like, I've got to fucking have it. Hmm. And going from there, it's, God, it's fucking good. It just, it just looks delicious. Especially as I cook eggs and sausage in the morning. It's reminding me we have to go to a barbecue place here soon. We have a bet to pay off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Texas, A, Brazil, or whatever the fuck. It's going to yeah. be great. Fantastic. Right. Take Austin and state. Yeah, for sure. All right, where, is, where are we going next? So, we're going to take a trip down Animosity Anime Avenue. <gasps> <laughs> All right, nothing too big on this week, because uh, I, like I said, it was a long work week for me. But uh, just decided to finally sit down and catch up with My Hero Academia season Ooh. four, which I have already read previously on the man- in, mm. in the manga I've been reading it. So it's not that's the other reason that hasn't been. I was like, I'll let it all come out. I feel like it's done, right? They got, I mean, they, they kind of came out the. And- they came out with an OVA, which I did not watch. Those. What is OVA? I don't know. It's just like non-canon episodes. Oh, cool. That makes sense then. Yeah, so I never knew what those Woody, were. I think you read this stuff too. It's the uh, over over what's that guy's I don't know name? What it's called. Yeah, bird guy, uh, yeah. bird mafia guy, uh, arc with the airy oh like overkill or overkill over or something. Yeah, I, don't know I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I'm I just watched it, but I don't know his name. Either. And then the uh, school festival with the magician guy and uh, the couple, yeah. which, which is, is awesome. Which uh, we no, have it's not great. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's still, it's even still, watching, it's still not great. I have a friend who voices uh, La Brava. So. Cool. Yeah. That is cool, actually. Is, yeah. Oh, and wow. she's actually, Megan Shipman is a really impressive voice talent that does a lot for Funimation and has done a lot of different voices. Especially also in Black, are, uh, in Black Clover as well. And they're other set things. in Dallas. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, watching it. Again, it's been a long time since I watched My Hero. The animation is not good in the show. What? It amps up at times, but like for the most part, it's very low standard animation. Which I've actually grown to like realize over the course of watching a lot of anime is that like One Piece act does this a lot, where it's just like downgraded anime for for like not essential parts, but then ramps it up huge for like major fight scenes mm. and stuff like that. And like this is the first time I noticed it in this show. Is like, oh mm. man, this is like low specific budget. area um, that you can point to. Any time that it's at school or it's just uh, not a big moment in the show. It's just mm. noticeable to me. The whole, a lot of the uh, Bakugo and Sh- uh, Shoto at their training with the kids, stuff like that. That was, a, that was for a couple moments there. Um, but yeah. Uh, my mm. hero's in a weird place right now. Especially in the manga. And it'll be interesting oh. to see where that goes forward. But it is like, I do... Like love watching the show. I love great. the I love these characters, and I just wish that they would have focused more on the school part of it mm. at the beginning. Because there's going to be a time skip in this show. Oh, and there's going to be. It has oh. to. Be. There has to. Be. Yeah, that makes sense. And so, like, I just wish they would have spent more time with school and not ramp it up right at the beginning like they have been doing. Mm. Just because I I like them at school. I like mm. seeing class one A interact with each other. Yeah, I like class one A a lot. I agree. Uh, so much. I even like the uh, interaction with other class, like the other classes as well mm-hmm. too. That's also a fun thing. Um, this show has a moment that always gives me chills, and it's the scene with uh, it's Bakugo and um, I'm blanking on what his name is. The dude, fire and ice dude. Shoto. Yes. Yeah. Like the scene where he kind of like no, no. Yeah. Tokiomi's the bird guy. Yeah. yeah. 
the scene Tony where Rocky. yeah this the te- the time when he um he kind of just realizes hey my firepower is my own not my dad's which is what he inherited and like that whole scene where he just kind of like like you know like raises goes from like super cold to super oh, hot the and deck causes is, yeah, an explosion the deck is like right, yeah. yeah that scene gives me chills every time because i just think that it is I think that's great animation, and I think like it's it would, great. No, I'm not saying all of it's bad. I'm okay. not. I'm okay. saying that with these long going shows, like uh, f- like all the all of them, Food Wars. I think Black Clover is actually pretty s- consistent from what I can remember. Uh, yeah, most of the like 50 plus episode shows have these moments though, mm. and I just noticed it watching it this time around. Okay. I think maybe because they have Seven a the deadline. Sins. Seven Day of the Sins, by the way. Huge offense to this. Oh, my God. <laughs> they had some moments. They pro- Probably just because they realize, hey, we have to get it on the week, and they have to maybe cut trot ties well, they where take, they, they No, but these guys take times off in between these seasons. True. They're not doing it like One Piece is week by week. I get you. Maybe, I don't know, maybe just sometimes they feel rushed is what I was trying to get at. Maybe. Um, so that's all I have for that, except for uh, the sneak attack draft. Ooh. Oh, I was God. wondering. I was wondering oh. if that was coming. Oh, the guy scared me so much. Huh? <laughs> but what are we gonna do? I was really like, oh man, I don't know what this is happening. Like, okay. Well, like here's a little hint for sneak attack. I like to keep them close to like what we were just talking about before. Ooh. So this week's draft is about My Hero Academia's Class One A. Ooh. Oh God. Okay. Oh shit. All right. As for the rules of the sneak attack draft, uh, it is a random draft for our contestants here today, Woody and Austin. I am the host for this week, and a sneak attack draft is where uh, the host makes up a draft and uh, for the two contestants to make with uh, real facts behind all the draftees. So uh, there are points behind every draft character, and all the subjects are different depending on what the other person says. So uh, for this week, oh no, we got to do the. Uh, Order. Order first. So, uh, for the order, I just kind of stuck with the theme of it. So, for whoever gets the first pick in this draft is the person, and if you know it, just shout it out, who is the tallest member of Class 1A? Ida? I don't know their names, so I don't, I won't. Engine guy. Huh? What about that? Engine guy. Ida. Ida? Nothing. I mean, I would have picked the engine guy. Uh, if it's not him, then I will... Oh, I'll go with the guy who has the wings that are oh, the mandibles that are different parts it. of the body. Shoji, uh, Shoji, and that is correct. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shoji is tallest in the class. Oh, dang it. Uh, Ida's fourth, by the way. Oh, wow. You have Sato and Koda, who are taller. Oh, Sato, Koda. who is the sugar guy, and Kato, uh, who is the animal guy. I'm ready for him to have a big moment. He hasn't had a bit. Same here. Uh, oh, yeah. I actually had a ranking for all my favorite characters after watching this. Ooh, that was a good thing. But I forgot to do it. Oh, well. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Woody gets the first pick in this draft. I have set up a tier list on oh, Woody's I tablet know. for them. So that... Because I know that they're not going to remember the names of these people. 20 nope. characters on here. Nope. So, uh, yeah. There's a tier list here with all of them. We're just going to... The only thing is we have All Might and... Uh, the, uh, their teacher, Mr. Kamashiro, and a character who gets added to Class 1A later. So, uh, sorry, Austin, there's going to be a spoiler in this draft for you. It's not that big of a deal, though. Okay. Uh, if you just don't look at the very bottom, you'll get it. So I think I already saw who it was. So yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, uh, for this draft, you're drafting the uh, students of Class 1A based off of their rank in the first uh, quirk assessment test. 
from episode six, five and six. So when they first get to class in 1A, uh, their teacher, uh, Ayazawa, has them go through a quirk assessment test, and he's like, we're going to cut whoever gets last place in this. Mm. And this list is based off of that. And I was like, but you know what? That's a little bit... And they actually have in the episode, they actually show all the rankings. Mm -hmm. They don't go over it, but I was like, that might be a little bit too easy. So to make it adder, I'm combining it with their first uh, preterm exam rankings from episode 16. So... The way that it's going to work is if you got uh, out of the 20, so if you got first place, if you were ranked number one, you were getting 20 points from that character. And if you were, depending on whatever rank you were in the midterms, you're getting an added point. So say you were first and then second on, on the first on the midterm and second on the quirk assessment, that would be 38 points right there. Oh, so I'm picking overall. You're picking overall. Picking. Okay. So it's so it makes it a little more interesting. Some people did good on one. I know where I know where one person definitely got. So, so it's like, I have no fucking idea. So uh, Jesus yeah, Christ. some characters are doing a little better than others here, but it's all it's going to be a little bit interesting. So uh, and I think that is it in terms of the rules. Do we have any questions? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Fire Ice Guy. Let's that's my number one. Let's go. Okay, all right. So Woody's gonna go first. Uh, you have go ahead and uh, move your thing over. So yeah, you know. fuck it. That's my guy. Uh, can you read the name so that you? It, that just... is. It doesn't tell me. It's off to the side. It's actually really small in yours. Uh, Shoto Todoroki is his name. It is. I'll I'll just go ahead and do this. Shoto Todoroki. <laughs> you want to give it to me now? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Austin with the second pick. Also, we're doing all ten of these, by the way. So this is now the biggest draft in this. So, so far. it's ten rounds. Yeah, there. Oh no, it's uh, five rounds. Why are you? Oh no, you no, it's always spell my name with an I. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Austin just upset about the little things in life. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go with Momo Yayiromi or Yayiro. I don't know. It's the creation girl, essentially. Oh wow! Right. Very nice. Are we snake? We're not snake. We're not snaking. That's the rules of this. Is that okay, you, okay. that's why the uh, order is so important. I am going to go with Garrett's favorite. The biggest problem is he threw in this midterm, and I have zero idea where this ended up. So, fuck it. I'm going to go with Garrett's favorite character. With I hope you get this right. Shit. Hold on. Okigara. We should do everybody's. It's the fucking explosion guy. Katsuki Bakugo? Bakugo. That's not my favorite character, but sure. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not. Oh, wow. It's not. Oh, I feel so bad. It's him. Okay. I thought it was your favorite character. No, I'll I'll say my favorite character when he turns up. Please do. What is he looking strong? Todoroki and Bakugo. But that's it's too bad the tournament isn't involved in yes, this. Yes, true. <laughs> true. I did think about that, but I was like, ah, it's too much for me. <laughs> we'll do two things and add them up. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tenya Ida. That's my favorite character in Class 1A is Tenya Ida. I love I'm feeling, Ida. I'm feeling really I, good about I love Ida. Oh, that's a really good one. I'm feeling like really that. good about my... Dude, I have zero fucking idea. Because I have a good idea of where the... I don't remember the, the power rankings. I have a really good idea of as where people are from the midterm. Yeah, they did, they did go over the midterm a little bit more than they mm-hmm. did with the power. The power rankings are just glossed over. Very glossed Look, over. Look, and see, that's my problem. So I feel like I know more about the power rankings than I do about the midterm. I don't... I do have no idea. 
Dude. By the way, the power rankings I think are horseshit, and that's the other reason I, I've always drawn attention to the power ranking. Dude. The quirk is, I think their story, I think their story bullshit. Dude, fuck, dude, we'll go I'm going, I'm going with the Dark Bird guy because I don't know. Tokoyami, what to do. yeah, what? that's it, dude. I have no, I, I don't know. Mm. Fuck, that's it. So I'm gonna hear from me about. It. I don't know. I'm just gonna pick from here on out. Mm-hmm. Instincts are not gonna hurt you on this one. I'm going to go with uh, Uraraka. Right. Floaty girl. Uraraka. Uraraka. Alright. Oh, I'll say it later. So yeah. you're telling me you that You guys there's... passed my first test, though. <laughs> so you're telling me that there's not a, a thing where if we pick All Might, that that is like the I, I I couldn't find it. I didn't want to make my own tier list, but I, yeah, All Might's on there. You cannot pick All Might. He, has, he gets zero points. So if you want to take All Might, fine. But he gets zero so points. So All Might all and the Professor and the other guy all get zero. in here I put the zero. Yeah, I put them all at the bottom at the end. So okay. all three so of those guys are not. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I remember pausing and looking at like the midterm stuff. Cause I was like, "Oh, they, this person got this." I'm gonna what? pick the guy with the with the tail. Tail guy. Yeah, tail guy. Uh, yeah. Oji Row. Sure, I can't. I can't read. <laughs> that is my fourth pick. All right. Yeah, if you don't know the name, just go with their powers. Yeah. Do you remember? Could you name all their powers? Yeah, I probably could. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. I think I can name their powers. Yeah, they're all pretty significant. So actually, it's very well done. All right, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go with. Not my favorite, but one of my favorites, uh, Mineta. <laughs> you could have waited on him. Woody would have never taken Mineta. Purple guy? Woody Purple hair guy? Woody never hates Mineta. Mineta's a piece of shit. <laughs> he does pretty well in the midterms, actually, which is crazy. But did he do well in the eggs? In the, quirk the fact assessment. that you said, the fact that what you said about the, the quirk assessment yeah. makes me think, yes, I think that's the case. Well, there's another one that makes me go in this probably. I just want to say, in the, listening back to the podcast from last week, when you were like, that line pick king fix saved you. And I was like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> Where was I got head? smashed. Right. I got smashed. <laughs> I was like, I'm crushing you right I... now. You got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to feel better about myself. You know, I I, so I'm going to pick a character that I personally enjoy. Mm. I don't know how he did as far as everything is concerned. Fuck it. I'm picking the tape guy. Zero, uh, yeah, he's a good dude. I like yeah. I like his character a lot. Honestly. Tape out of his elbows, fuck it. Um, there's only two. There's really three. I'm gonna just go with uh, Sue. Uh, that's uh, the Frog Girl. Yeah, that's yep. a good one. Actually, good I like one. that. These powers are weird, but I like them. Like, they're interesting. No, they're so weird. Yeah. I think that's what makes it always interesting. Is like, oh, it's never what you think. It, I mean, it's... It, it, it reminds me of an, of an animated version of that show that you were recommending a while ago, Woody. The power with... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it honestly probably is what it is. All right, so we're at the halfway uh, point now in the draft. I will say the top five have been picked. Tip, t- pick number six t- still yet to be picked. Ooh. Oh wait, what? We're still going? Yeah, yeah you're doing, doing the whole class. We're, we're doing the whole, oh, class. Doing the whole class. It's just twenty picks. Class. It's just Jesus twenty total picks. Christ. This shouldn't be that. I didn't think it was gonna take that long. Oh yeah. shit, I am fucked. Um, <laughs> god damn it. Um, give me. I said what I said in my last pick because I <laughs> thought that was it, and now I'm like completely <laughs> confounded. 
Uh, give me Sugar Guy. That was one I was wanting. Sato. Yeah, give me... Yeah, that guy. Interesting. Hold on, let me move him into my row. Your actual row, yeah. Yeah, yeah there we go. I think I got it. Cool, cool, cool. Shit, I thought that was it. We've only done five picks apiece. Yeah, this is yeah, this is gonna be interesting. I am uh, picking Coda, which is Animal Guy. God, that's a good pick. I like that pick. I just remember the whole tutoring scene of the people who came to that. Who do Yaya Rose's group? Yeah, Coda wasn't there. I know. Okay. I'm using that's what I'm using like the people who so needed the boost. I, oh, you don't want the people who yeah, were there. Yeah, I will yeah, say yeah. people who were at that place though were in the top ten though. There were two of them who were still in the top ten, so that's not the best. I assessment. am going to pick my least favorite They've character picked, so of fine. all of them. Ooh. What the Sparkle Beam guy? The Sparkle Beam belly button. <laughs> I don't like him either. <laughs> I think he, I think it's safe to say everyone's least favorite, right? Yeah, but I promise I think he performs, which is the problem. Uh, I'm blanking on... I can't really see her name, but I'm going to go with Earphone Jack Girl. Uh, Jiro. Yep. There you go. It's a good sounding sound. Alright, I am going to go with one of my favorite characters, which is Rock Hard. <laughs> Kirishima. Hell yeah! He's Alex, a good character. Second favorite character. I'm actually kind of bummed you dropped this far because I was like, that's my second favorite. Dude, class. I didn't. I love Kirishima. He was one of those where I was like, dude, is he gonna keep dropping? And he kept dropping. Dude, am I gonna be able to pick him? Yeah. I love him. I am Fuck going yes. with multi arm guy. Uh, Shoji, tallest member. Also, like my my he's at he's probably the top of my so like please just put him in more stuff. Yeah. I want to oh. see him. I want to see. But he's more also of a him. quiet talker. So I know, but I want to see more of him. Oh yeah, everything he's been in is. Uh, yeah, and the most underused is. Oh, is I oh, for sure. He actually is really good. Uh, give me uh, Midoriya. I there guess. we go. Hold on. Ooh, hold on. Shit. Dead. You've already said it, and I've put it in there. Dead so last in the power ranking. Oh, is he? He dead last. Uh, yeah, that was the whole thing. Oh, wow, shit. But he did really high in the midterm, so you did good on. Oh, that. did he? Oh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's. I know he was dead not last. A bad, well, he was not dead a bad last in the first one. Yeah, I knew that, but so, I didn't know yeah. about the other one. <laughs> this is going the way Austin intended for, <laughs> for the look of it. I'm Austin, going... remember the remember those uh, those quiz rankings? Yes, <laughs> those midterm rankings. Two picks left each, or no, three picks left each. No, one, nope. one for uh, Woody, two for Austin. Yep. Who do I want out of these three? It's going to be an interesting act. I want Invisigirl. Invisible Girl. Austin just going with what he knows. <laughs> yep, essentially. The two uh, left, the yeah. two remaining were the bottom of the midterm. Yep. <laughs> so where do I put... I feel like I'm happy with either one of these two rankings because they're both pretty solid. Oh, shit. That does make me feel better. Uh, give me, Give me the fucking electric person. Fuck it. I don't know. He 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 paralyzed people. I guess all that's much. left is slime girl, acid girl, acid girl. Get that fucking right. Okay. <laughs> all right, really that is like it. Uh, Austin, name out your team real quick. I have Yayu Rosie, Yayu Ida, Uraka, Mineta, Sue, Koda, uh, Earphone Jack Girl, uh, Shoji. Or uh, multi arm dude, invisible girl, and uh, 
the girl who shoots acid. Uh, Ashido. Ashido is yes. her name. And Woody, what is your team? Um, I am going to name them as far as their powers are concerned. So I have Fire Ice Dude, Explosion Dude, uh, Bird Shadow Dude, Extra Tail as a Butt Dude, Sugar Dude, that must be really uh, Tape Out of the Elbows Dude, Belly Button Shiny Dude, uh, Rock Dude. I can be powerful when sometimes, but as far as my body is concerned, I can't do it sometimes, dude. And electric but Most dude. improved also. <laughs> most improved by a So yeah, that's my All point. right, so uh, we're, I'm going to now add up the scores. Boo 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 And done. All right. Uh, this is I, this is only the third one done, but safe to say this is the closest it's been Ooh. in the sneak attack draft okay. timeline. <laughs> um, so right off the bat... Uh, should, what do you, how should we, how do you want me to do this? Just say how the picks went? Because what I just did was took all their points and just add them all Maybe up. tell us the most surprising Um, pick, so. Like, the best pick that went to you guys, You guys nailed the top four. How about that? Okay. Okay. Top four were nailed. Yayi Rozu was their, Austin's first pick, second pick. You took her because she was the number one in the midterms, right? Yes. Well, you will be happy to hear. She was also number one in the, in, their, in the first preliminary wow, exam. okay. In the... Quirk assessment, it was Yaya Rozu, Todoroki, Bakugo. Top, those were the top three. Todoroki, I didn't have Todoroki. He, had, Woody had Todoroki. Yeah, I know. He got number one okay. and two. So or number two and three. Ida, I believe at number five. Okay. But Ida coming back into second place in the midterms, making him and Bakugo tied for second place in the overall. So Yaya Rozu, forty points off the bat. She was, but she was the number one pick. Okay, so he got 40 points on his first pick. Yes. Awesome. You got 35 off the first pick. Of my pick, I got 35. And then thirty, right. and then Austin, or Woody with 36 with Bakugo, and then cool. Austin with 36 with Ida. Awesome. Sweet. That's cool. So we're, I yeah, like it. Right yeah. off the bat, we were, so four, he's, I was, I was we're very neck surprised. and neck. So, so here's he's up by like 30, by, by like, like three five points, points yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Not next much. two picks, very interesting. Woody getting two people in the top 10 Austin getting two people outside of the top ten. Oh, Uyaraka and uh, Mineta. Mineta was not a good pick. Oh, dang. <laughs> Mineta was 18th in the... Uh, no, he was 19th in the quirk assessment. Really? Yeah. He was bought... He should have been... Whoa. He should have been the one expelled. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Over Invisible Girl. That's interesting. Over Invisible Girl. Um, okay. But uh, I need actually need to see... That who was your next two? Oh uh, yeah, uh, Tokuyami and Ojiro. Ojiro actually picked number five. He was the fifth highest in this. Oh, fuck Who's yeah, Ojiro? Ojiro, tail guy. Oh, tail guy. Yeah. I knew he. Tail bu- guy's surprise. Tail guy's probably the most surprising. He's this. he killed it in one of them. I knew that. So, so dang. Let's. So yeah, Woody coming back after that, and then kind of going the opposite direction for the next two picks. Sato oh, and Siro significantly lower than Sue. Actually, Kodo uh, Kodo's not too great, but Sue was a good was, was uh, a great pick. Number ninth overall. Um, number eight overall actually. Um, so the biggest drop I would say would be Shoji. Shoji uh, coming in with twenty six total points, which is ranked number six. Wait, which which one is Shoji? Shoji? Tentacle guy. Uh, uh, multi arm. Yeah, multi arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so like, here's there's the top, a clear top five. Here are the top ten. Uh, Yaya Rosu, Bakugo. Hey, name them by their powers, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, Creation Girl. Yeah. Uh, fire. Uh, no, no. Explosion Boy. Yeah. Uh, jet Engine Legs. Uh, fire Ice Boy, uh, Tail Guy, uh, Tentacle, uh, Multi Arm Guy, uh, Shadow Bird Guy, 
Shadow Bird Guy was ranked 14th in midterms, which is why he was solo. He was actually fourth in the quirk assessment. Hmm. So, not too big on the books. Uh, Sue, which just had a good average in both of them overall. Uh, actually, Coda was actually ranked number nine uh, with 20 points. And then tied for 10th was both Kirishima and uh, Uraraka. Kirishima is actually not too bad. Who's Kirishima? Uh, Harden. Oh, okay. Uh, Harden. So we're pretty. And then Midoriya. Pretty... Midoriya coming in at 12th with 18 points. Oh, so I, oh, that's a good it, pick. No, it was at that point, it was a very good pick. That's yeah. a good pick. Yeah. So it's all even. Oh, really? Wow. And it comes down to Woody's final pick. Ooh. The final pick between Ashido and Kat, uh, Katamari. Electric and acid. Yeah. And I, I actually, before, I took an extra second just to see what would happen if you reverse these picks. Huh. And it would have been tied. But he had the wrong pick. Uh, Ashido. Yes. They were both lowest in the midterms, but Ashido was ranked higher, uh, significantly higher in the quirk assessment test, making uh, making Ooh. Austin the winner, two eighteen to two oh two. It's dang. Kid you not, if you switch, if you switch that final pick, it's a tie. It's a tie. Wow. Wow. Did you want me to not do that or not? I won one. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> We've all won one, so I'm happy. <laughs> I know. I'm a little bit disappointed. A little disappointed. It would have been, it would have been an added feature for you. I won it. I won it. So as always, yes. as gifts oh, no. are given for every of these sneaky check drafts, you get for this week $1. Woo! <laughs> I got paid. And a tally goes to Austin. Everyone is 1-1 one, one now. Yeah. It is all tied up. And now yes. I don't get to make fun of Austin. I know. I don't, like being made fun of I don't like being made fun of. I don't like being made fun I'm going to put this dollar in my wallet. <laughs> yeah. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Good picks. Good draft. Good picks, guys. Yes. Where are we going next, That's Woody? A- <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about video games. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, video games this week. Uh, I platinum Nexomon. I don't oh, think we need. Sweet. So like last week, I only had to catch five more of the legendary things. They came in pretty quick. I it took two hours to catch five of them. Oh. I mean, which was way shorter than I was expecting to do it. Uh, Woody was there for, to witness me find the last one. We were just talking. I was like, "Oh, there he is!" Fuck, fuck, got him. And then got waited for the platinum to pop, pop the platinum, that at least and then cool. deleted it off the app. Did they at least look cool? So. They had like 20 legendaries at the end of the thing that you oh. could catch. Uh, Nexomon complain, comparing to playing to my short time of Soul Silver last week, uh, it's just inferior. And like, I don't want to like stomp on Woody's, the, his first talk of when he start, first started playing Nexomon, but it just did not live up to that. This game is super easy, and the economy is not great. Either to be honest, it's, it was a super easy game. All the fights are rock fights. I think there's no strategy to it whatsoever. Hmm. There's not a moment where like I could have like that counter moment against the steel gym that I had in Nuz- in the Nuznook. Like hmm. every fight is just going to be switch out. And also like having in trainers and Pokemon that heal their Pokemon with potions is actually way harder. It makes things way harder than this game. Like stuff doesn't get healed in this game, so hmm. it's like not nothing's really worrying you. Okay. Uh, overall, fun thing. It was fun to have a collectathon for a platinum. That was really enjoyable. Uh, I look forward to playing Tim Ten when that comes out. 
which is the other Pokemon, recent Pokemon clone that happened. But there is a lot of improvement with it. I do think that I should have paid more attention to the story, because I think the story actually had a lot of good moments to it. Hmm. The story is where it kind of trumps the Pokemon. Stories actually, they were trying a whole bunch of different things with it and making it interesting. You're not going to go back and play it, I'm assuming, Woody? Yeah, no, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Moved on. Uh, it's just too much time. Spoiler alert, so. your trainer turns into a Nexomon. He what? Is, he is a Nexomon. What? That deer thing in the title screen? That's him. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. He didn't know it either, because he doesn't talk. <laughs> That's terrifying, honestly. Yeah. So wow, that what does that say about everybody else? All the other. So yeah, I, I do I do give it credit for that. I do wish I would have paid a little bit more attention to the story. Yeah, it's, it's like as far as the whole Nexomon versus Pokemon argument, I get that Pokemon is definitely more polished and it is definitely better. But I this is only give, the second version of this game so far. I will so. give credit to Nexomon uh, for just trying things, mm. and that's ultimately where I. I truly love it is that it tried something and in my first argument for Nexomon and all the things I praised it for was it was just doing something that Pokemon wasn't. That's what I'll give it. I'll say about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Um, you're continuing to play Sekiro. You're also continuing to play Yakuza 0. Well, I haven't. This week's been a bit busier so I've only done what we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then the only other thing is the Mafia remake came out, which is a remake from a PS2 game. Uh, and I had, uh, it was very interesting. Uh, this game is, uh, set in the Prohibition era, I believe in, uh, Boston. In the Boston area. It's either in Boston or Louisiana, I do not remember. It's gotta be Boston. Yeah. Uh, this is a PS2 game other than cutscenes and voice acting <laughs> because uh, gameplay-wise, it is very driving. There's a shit ton of driving in this game. It's uh, open world, and the driving is... I have to just chalk it up to the time P, time era than it is actual gameplay-wise. Uh, the controls are super tight, and turning is something of, of a bit of a luxury uh, for sharp turning. <laughs> yeah. The so, reason I know it sucks is I play this game too. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, Austin, for uh, there in chapter five, there is a humongous race in the story that mm-hmm. your boss wants you to like win, like win for. So like all of our guys have money on this. We need you to go out there and win this race for mm-hmm. us. And this race is like a full on like full. How would you compare? Do you think this is like as good of racing mechanics as you could get for like a sub story part of it? Yeah, it really was. So I mean, hindsight is like Garrett tried it, and I have no racing skills. Yeah, so Garrett doesn't do a whole bunch of racing. Like, Mm -hmm. I enjoy, like, the car racing and everything else. And so he was like, dude, like, take a look at this in order to figure it out. Like, this racing sucked. Mm. Like, it really did. It was one of those where if you're in the lead, you fuck up. Like, you're going to fuck up hard. Mm. And it wasn't... It was one of the, like, hard IPM counted... And all this other little things where if you go off track and you're in gravel or you're in grass, anything you try to do as instinctively, we're like, dude, I just need to go fast. It's going to hurt you. So it just sucked. (laughs) And like this major story point where if they had not introduced 
any sort of racing no, by this other, point. Up to this point, cars were going 40 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, at this point, like, dude, there's no way. Because, like, braking was a problem. I I legitly pulled everything out of my ass in order to like produce this this win. It was pretty impressive. He got it on his second attempt. I mean, no, I don't. I think it was my third. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, Garrett was like, "Dude, can you just?" I tried eight times. Yeah, Garrett was like, "Dude, I I need you just to look at this." And so I looked at it, and on my third try, I got it. But it was like on my second, I truly went for it, and I lost it in my in the second or third lap. Because, like, the turning in this was just. It was a real course. Bullshit, long dude. lap. Long laps, yeah. Yeah, that was the thing, too. Like, you had three laps. One lap lasted, like, two minutes. Dude, Damn. it sucked. So, at so the hard. same time, it was, like, a lot for the. For, there's 20 chapters in this game. Chapter 5 is throwing this huge roadblock in there. Where it's like, I think you had. I didn't, like, actually get to the point where I lost because I, like, reset it every time. But, like, mm. I, I'm pretty sure you have to win it. And so, like. <laughs> At the same time, I was pretty impressed with it. They would that that was pretty ambitious for them to have in a game like this. So that was actually kind of cool. But uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, I at the beginning they asked you if you wanted to turn on subtitles. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just put them on if I don't want them. I'll put them. On. I'm so glad I put on subtitles because these accents are thick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, fucking English, pop- English accents. Yeah, thick as fuck. Yeah, they were so th- yeah. Makes a big difference. Yeah. I love the name choices in this, Tommy and Polly. Like, classic, classic Italian mobster names. Yeah, yeah. Gotta have a Polly in there. Uh, but yeah, on Chapter 8, gunplay is actually pretty fun. And uh, it's one of those third-person shooters that, like, you know, uh, low uh, gun inventory, but it doesn't matter. Just kill the guy in front of you and grab his gun type thing. Uh, different play styles, which I really enjoy. It's sort of like the Uncharted style of that, which I really enjoy. Uh, in like hur- running and hurdling stuff and ducking under cover and swapping covers is actually really easy to it. So yeah, I'm really like, I'm really enjoying it. Other than that race, the platinum guy that I was looking for for it was like, yeah, it's all pretty self-explanatory. Just go get the collectibles. There's no missables. Just replay chapters and stuff like that. Uh, the only thing is you have to play this game on hard mode, which isn't that bad because fights aren't that hard anyway. But uh, that race, yeah, that race is going to be your biggest hurdle <laughs> in Chapter 5. And like, I was doing it on normal and I still couldn't do it. So Dang. And Woody had a little bit of trouble with it on normal as well. So like, we will see. If that platinum happens. It took me a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, at least the good point is... I don't know how they ramp that up in hard mode, but... <laughs> it's actually classic mode. There's It's hard and then classic. Oh, so classic, I don't know what all that changes, but... Yeah, we'll see. Dang. Uh, but yeah, other than that... Uh, nothing else too much uh, long work week, but we did think we were, we were going to start a new segment. Uh, contending with our replay segment from The Last of Us. Uh, and we picked Spider-Man for this one. Uh, it talked about it a lot over the past couple podcasts, uh, being in the 2018 draft and coming into the Golden Circle and then going into the All-Decade draft, uh, which Austin put in as like, this might be a pity pick, but I'm putting it in here anyway, which was like, no, this game deserves to be here. And I totally stand by that after playing the first uh, couple hours of this game again. Mm. This game is wonderful. So, as I said, we are going, we're going to do this in three segments, we, uh, through the three quarter, uh, not quarters. Thirds? Yeah, three, <laughs> the three thirds of this story. So we played through the first uh, third of it, getting all the way to the uh, Miles' dad's uh, medal, uh, honorary 
His award ceremony. Yeah, award ceremony. Yeah, so it's as soon as his dad basically gets it. Yeah. And then I stopped playing once you started controlling Peter again. Yeah. Uh, That's where I was yeah. too. Uh, how do you, how is going back and replaying this? I, this is the first time I've played it since the DLC ended. Same here. Um, Mid-2019. I wrote down some small things, but my biggest note is that literally I caught myself smiling as I was playing the game. Like, I, I, like, I just kind of... are you playing it on New Game Plus? No, I'm okay. not. Okay. No, 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 no. I probably should, but I'm, I'm someone I, who's like... Because I know that they won't do like the aware symbol, like, hey, they're attacking, you might want to counter, like... I'm, I haven't done that since I forgot all the controls. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just, you know. Um, at the whole end of the uh, Wilson Fisk fight, like, there's a lot of great throwback stuff. Like, like Wilson Fisk is hanging upside down, like, all webbed up, and Spider-Man's also hanging upside down. He goes, oh, should we kiss? Which I felt like a throwback to the first <laughs> so Spider-Man. Yeah. Dude, like, that's brilliant. Wait, wait, pause on this for sure. Top 10 most iconic kisses of all time. Like, I would argue. Fuck everyone and anybody yeah. else's opinion. No, this has to be something. That Toby McGuire, Kirsten Dunst. Number case. one, yes, Kirsten. I don't give a shit. Number one, I'm, it was in the trailer for that movie. Number two, it happened in the movie. It did not lose its impact. Number three, it won MTV most uh, most best kiss award of mm-hmm. that year. Something. This mm-hmm. fucking kiss was iconic. Something. Loved it. Love that throwback. Continue. That was a so great iconic throwback. then in Spider-Man 3, he does it again with some other girl. And, and she's like, what the fuck? That was our kiss. And he was like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, all the problems with 3. <laughs> Dude, 3. Wait, was that um, the second one or the third one? That was the third. I, was, I think that was the second. Was it? I think it was. It might have been I the second. I hope it was in the third because everything was bad in the third. No, but it was not. That wasn't the second. Anyways, second we're talking about the good. Um, we are talking about the good. Spider-Man, Spider-Cop. Fantastic. Yes, I was going to bring up Spider Cop. I forgot I love about Spider Cop. I forgot dude. about the Spider Cop. Essentially, um, why as, is there not an outfit for Spider Cop? That'd be great. Essentially, as Spider Man goes around the city, like opening up the map and going, "Hey, here's where all this stuff is." Uh, he's in a conversation with the ca- police captain, who is, and he Spider Man essentially develops a persona called Spider Cop, where it's just like you're what what you would imagine, like a maybe. 90s beat run of the beat mill cop yeah it's like a spider cop struggles through the forest or something like you know like something really like intense and gritty he knew this and, might be his last case yeah something like that <laughs> yeah like, it was really like you said gritty it was his what's the name of his uh police friend uh yami i think Yuri? Yuri, Yuri. Yuri. It yeah. is Yuri. Yuri. Yuri seems to be warming up to spider cop she's <laughs> like just, no i'm not it it, it is the epitome of like Okay, Spider-Man is just his personality as he fights crime is fantastic. Like his entire chase through Shocker, like as he's trying to chase down Shocker and yeah. talk with him, like it's just a really dumb thing to say, <laughs> which I love because I had Spider-Man. Um, uh, since we're in that area, I just yes. want to say that the uh, which I was, the greatness of like Spider-Man and Peter Parker, it's like how like when that mask is off, he is this like somewhat nervous and timid guy mm. who's like super polite and everything but when that mask comes on he's like ha ha look at me fellas <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I, I just love like how they captured that because that's who this guy is he's a mask guy. he's essentially oh, yeah. a mask guy like once it goes on he goes crazy um it's a whole nother person so at first i kind of was hitting like every backpack i got every collectible i got every picture thing i got 
I essentially just came to the conclusion of if it's on my map, I'll go do it. If it's not on my map, just go from point A to point. The antennas were like, I have to do these. Cause yeah. Oh yeah. I need to get like I'm tired of looking at static. I, like it's gonna yeah. bug me if I don't. Do that, it. that was the only thing, the... other thing I did as well. Yeah. But I was just like, like the whole black cat stuff. That was cool how they brought her in. Um, the pigeon thing. Like I don't know much about that, but like I. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I I don't know about pigeon. black cat. I, didn't get to the I mean, there's thing. obviously a romantic interest between black cat and Spider Man, but yeah. In the comics and the cartoon, black cat was like. She received a dose of what made Captain America Captain America, like that super soldier serum. So that's kind of who Black Cat is. Yeah. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. But Yeah. I kinda like um, integra- I kinda like yeah. her integration into the story and yeah. then, like putting her more of it into the DLC later. Oh yeah. Which was very a clever thing to do. Um The next big thing, it is really inefficient to hide such small items in so many backpacks. Like he's talking about being broke and he has like a thing of glue in a backpack and these backpacks are re- some of these are really easy to find for the common everyday person yeah like they've been out for like seven years <laughs> I'm like um how has no one gotten this I mean there are some that's like hey this is way up it's in a like building it's like in an alleyway yeah yeah and I'm like it's like they clean the windows There's someone had to have been up here on a one's like right next to a dumpster I'm like dude they, they literally empty dumpsters there's also a beeping towards it too <laughs> like yeah. it makes a sound from it I think that's more of like due to his uh like maybe yeah uh, or his equipment that allows him to sense where it is, but um, or maybe New Yorkers just like, hey, that's web on Spider-Man. Don't touch a shit. Maybe um, <laughs> until there's a mission where it's like you have to literally find Spider-Man shit. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, I enjoyed that. Thing. And my one last, I mean, I feel like I didn't write this down, but I think that the game did a really good job of, hey, here's what Jay Jameson would be like in today's world, Dude, I loved and they did it. perfect. Loved it. Just. He's he's he says he's not biased against Spider Man, but he's one hundred percent biased against Spider Man, looking only at the negatives, not looking at the positives, and just truly. There's a thing where he says you're only. I think he's doing pretty good right now. I don't know what your problem is, and he's like, "You're a moron." Like he, the thing, the thing where that highlighted who he was was just like, Spider Man is controlling us with the antennas that he's unlocking, and like, which I love that like he commented on what you actually did throughout the game, which I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then his, his statement of your only defense against it listen to me every day 24-7 non-stop and I'm like okay like you're, you're Spider it's just is, funny because like <laughs> Spider-Man is listening to it he's like one of these days I'm gonna get him to like me or something yeah. like so the social weird. media thing in all of it too is also kind of fun too oh uh, yeah you can look at it in uh, his in the menu yeah yeah you can look through it it's super interesting concept yeah um, he doesn't kill. Like, as you kick people off of buildings, like, they'll be webbed to the side of the buildings, which I'm thinking as a bad guy is terrifying because, and they're moving. I'm like, why are you moving when you're on the side they of the building? have used that windburst thing because you can send people far off of those buildings. Oh, yeah. And so, oh, yeah. I'm just like, that guy's dead. There's a moment where I'm watching Woody play and Woody's doing what a stealth kill, and it's the one where, like, he's on a, he's on a two by four, uh, mm-hmm. one of those long. Uh, no, you're up on a beam, right? A beam. Yeah. Which, and he's just on the construction yeah. site, and he's like spreading, and then he gets him up, and then he pulls him and yanks him down, his face into the thing. Oh. You're, you're yeah, those are and awesome. And me and, me and Woody are like, nah, he's dead. <laughs> that's a concussion Bro. right oh, there, dude. dude. He doesn't that's need, brilliant. Why do you do that? When, why do you do that sometimes? Like, that guy mm. just lost all of his teeth, and he's knocked oh, out, sure. and he's going to brain damage. That was terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <But> um, <laughs> and the scene... 
I, all I remember is seeing from like when it was about to get all hyped up, like Spider-Man saving the helicopter crash. Uh, was just crazy. was it's it's still amazing. Like it's not that I didn't think it was amazing. It just rem- was a reminder of oh, this was such a great scene, such a great saving scene of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I took a lot of the time, and maybe I was directing. I don't know. You're good. But my only qualms that I have with it are, uh, I think, I mean, essentially Spider-Man is a lesser version, slightly lesser version of Batman. Um, the I would gay have, version. I would have loved to. Maybe it's a friend. Yeah, friendly. A friendly version of it. I would have loved to have seen more uh, bad guy variety or something to where, like, hey, if you want to go chase down Zaz, you're chasing down Zaz. Like, hey, Venom made an appearance. You should go try to figure out where he is because if you know anything about Venom, Venom knows everything about Peter Parker. So that the fight with Venom is not only physical but psychological because he's torturing, hey, I know where Aunt May is because, remember, Venom used to be who you were. So he knows all of Peter Parker's secrets. Yeah. Um... There's just so much stuff, like, as Woody has said about other things, so many, there's some things that could have made it so much more, but it just wasn't quite there. And another thing for me is interactions with other people, where, like, they're, the graphics aren't, like, it's 2018, I felt like graphic... What do you mean, between, like, at uh, the... Between NPCs... Where's and the, the homeless shelter's name? Feast. Yeah, Feast, when there is that Feast, and you have a couple characters you can interact with there, like, they're definitely not up to the same standards as no. everyone else. Which, yeah, you know, makes sense. The people on the street that you can high-five and stuff like that are definitely a downgraded version. For sure. But there are points when you're, like, flying around. Like, when I have the comic book version suit of Spider-Man on, mm. there were, like, it just makes the world around him look, like, real. It looks like a, it looks like a real city that I'm flying around, not a looks video so game. so good. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah, the only response I have to that is, like, when you truly look at, like, Arkham City versus, like, this Spider-Man, mm. Arkham City makes it feel like you've been Batman for a while. And so, like you said, these characters are out there doing things, while with this Spider-Man, it's like, yeah, this guy's like been around for a little bit, but he may not be doing something right now. That's probably what I would say to it is this random guy who you've probably like found before, he's not. He's out doing something, or this guy's out here, or they may just be out in the random island prison cell that exists. Yeah. So... That's it, that it with that. But other than that, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A blast. Web slinging is amazing. Um, the uh, web web shot or like the, the zip, everything is just fantastic. Yeah. It, it, the mechanic of how he swings is flawless. Yeah. And if you don't know, awesome. there's a homage to the Twin Towers in one of the buildings. It's mm-hmm. an Easter egg. But uh, cool. Yeah, you got that. You have the Dr. Octavius puzzles <laughs> which are interesting i mean you only have to do them once in the story which is the very beginning and i was like all right since i know that this isn't going to be that big of a deal it was kind of re- interesting to go back and remember like what were these actually yeah because so i couldn't remember but then you know that's yeah uh, i did them once and then i was like ah, i'm good yeah hmm. oh i don't i doubt i'm gonna do those again in this place i'll probably do I, it again. I liked them for sure yeah well uh my playthrough is that i looked at it, it was like well i have still have the two trophies to get on this to make it to make this 100 percent. i already have the platinum and did all the dlc but there's still like the 
beat the game on New Game Plus and beat it on the Ultimate difficulty, which, as you know, I don't normally do, but I was like, screw it, I'll try it anyway. And yeah, I've been doing it on Ultimate difficulty. Uh, it's not too bad, no, really. It's not. It's, it's like, if you can just knock it hit. It's about, I think it's about four hits and I'm dead. Something like that. And it, that, those can happen fast because of the oh, way yeah. that it goes. But with my play style, like I say that like I'm just impatient when it comes to hard stuff. So like when it comes to combat, like I just want to keep going. But Spider-Man, this combat is so fast-paced yeah. that I can really like focus on like not getting hit. It, it just makes it easier to... like. Yeah, it's a good playstyle. And I think, go. and also I use items so much that like oh, yeah. my strategy is not to knock them out, but more to like web them up. Right. I web them up way more. So oh yeah, I am but constantly like, shooting my things at them. I'm use the web bombs, and then I'll use the wind shot to like blast them up and against the wall. Real I fast. love, I love the fact that like he'll throw people up into the air and it's like, hey, yeah, none of y'all down there can touch me. I'm just gonna like, and as he hits people, he webs them back and throw to another punch. Yeah, like that's. That's cool physics. So the combat has a lot of tricks to it that I've felt like I've learned enough over the time. Mm -hmm. So like ultimate difficulty, I will probably continue on with it. It has not been bad at all. Uh, Even the shocker fight, I botched it at the very end and died, but I Mm -hmm. just went back to like a certain segment of it. It didn't wasn't the whole thing over again. Mm -hmm. So I was was like, okay, so that that so I guess bosses aren't gonna be a challenge either. Y'all had a lot of quarrels against the MJ and uh, Miles moments. I didn't Mm -hmm. mind them very much. Honestly, I hate it. It didn't. It did not bother me. I fucking hated it. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I enjoyed it. So the um, first MJ part, you can actually get through pretty quickly if yeah. you as long because I think I just spent time with her, like looking at all the artifacts and stuff. But you can just go straight past all of that. Oh, I got caught twice. Oh, <laughs> fuck it so much. So I hated. So it. impatient. <laughs> hated it. Um, what else was there? The. Uh, um, what's your suit power? I think there's only really two See, options. I've actually never experimented with There's those. only two real options. I use the Spidey Bros. Ooh. Because I, cause I use the Spidey... If there's a ton of enemies, I typically throw those guys out anyway just to get some less attention off mm-hmm. of me. And those guys seem to... I've, I've never experimented with them. Like when I look... Because I was on... I think I played it on normal or easy mm-hmm. when I first played it. And like I didn't even have the like accessories filled out because I just because I was like well that'll be the thing I just don't won't use accessories to make up for the fact that I'm playing it on an easier difficulty, yeah. so I was like oh I guess I'll actually look at this now <laughs> like Massive I'm using t- like I'm using tokens and stuff that like I'm, Massive I was like wow this is weird so. Uh, but yeah, I use the Spider Bros because that really there's like nine of them that come out and they're all shocking everyone. They really affect the whole area. Huh. So interesting. I just have like never. I was like I, I guess I'll just stick with that. But I have not experimented. So uh, what is what have you been? To doing? me, there's only two. Yeah. The one where you hit it and you automatically gain like the I don't know what it's called, but essentially you can heal yourself with like it's a it's this little power bar where you yeah. Can, Either not the combat bar is also kind of says your healing bar and stuff like which that. which I enjoy. That's an interesting thing you can throw. Yeah, in there. it's fun because like yeah, sometimes I'll just be pressing. It's like all right, no health. All right, uh, <laughs> it gives you no health back because oh, yeah. you used it. So it's like ah, okay. <laughs> like that's the one where it just automatically charges up for a period of time, and the other one is the web blossom where he just jumps up, just shoots all these webs, and okay. everybody just goes and sticks to everything. Like, yeah, it's a quick like last minute just jump and and it, on top of it filling up your combo bar it, everybody else is just initially just just stuck to everything or wrapped up so um, but yeah uh, even though I'm playing a new game plus so I have all the platinum stuff has been done already I have all the suits DLC and everything so I'm having fun switching those up but also like like you said the backpacks I'm like 
I'm still picking them up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. Like even yeah. the uh, the snapshot areas, I will not sit myself there and take them. But if I can like swing by and get the camera out and take a shot and oh yeah, moving. Oh yeah, I, do I that will definitely do that because that's oh, really yeah. cool. I agree. Uh, also, another thing is that I when I Woody first started his run of it. Uh, he started also on New Game Plus, and we—I I just I got to watch that opening scene. That opening scene is it's so awesome, and it's great. It's great. And Woody, uh, he you know he gets the toast and everything, and he jumps out the window, and then all of a sudden he loses his clothes, and he's in his in the boxers because <laughs> <laughs> Woody was playing with that outfit before, and so it was just really funny. Like we both didn't see that coming, <laughs> so it was like all right, ready to go, and he jumps out, and he's now uh, in naked. His <laughs> I think it added to it, like yeah, it was no. so funny. When I, rubbed, I was only wearing the Spider-Man mask, and yeah. to add to it with. The opening scene, with no matter how you play, this opening scene is awesome. Oh yeah, it is teaching you where Spider-Man is in his journey. Where is he as far as Spider-Man is concerned with what he has learned for himself? What has he developed for himself? Mm. Is awesome. That opening cinematic before he jumps out of the window to become Spider-Man and to swing is fucking. Phenomenal. Yeah, the details of the of the apartment room are so great. good. Are great with like the, I love the jar for like new mm-hmm. laptop, and you see the broken laptop screens. Like yeah, he needs a new laptop, yeah. but he's also like you can see he's also like not putting as much into that, and, and take he's obviously taking money out of that and put put yeah. into other things constantly. And it's and then rent dues comes up, and he's like, oh, I gotta save the city. I care more about that and than it's my just, own well being. Yeah. I think to me that's what makes Spider Man maybe my most my favorite character of any movie, story, show, any like anything because he's he he's truly given a he's truly given a power and a responsibility that he says like hey even though I could make more money doing this even though I could do so many other things even though I could say screw it Aunt May I'm getting my own money like he literally is living a like if if his landlord knew hey Spider-Man's in my apartment there's no way he'd probably ever make him pay bills but like He's not using his power yeah. to give him the one up in life. He's going, hey, I'm living life every day. Yeah. But I'm also risking my life too. And so just to see him go, hey, this is your final chance. And even the phone call he has with his landlord of, this is your final warning to pay your rent. Mm-hmm. And then you come home and all your stuff is in. And I'm like, and it's just like, man, that's not happening to Batman. Yeah. That's not happening to Superman. That's not happening to any of the X Men. Like, this is, or Iron Man or any other Marvel character, like, this is Peter Parker like going, hey, I'm a hero, and even if it's a detriment to my financial life, even if it's a detriment to I'm taking this, whatever, I'm and, taking and this seriously. Like, and it also, and he also loses MJ, like the love of his life throughout the process. At the same time, those scenes with him and MJ, like it's really cool, like how understanding she is of him. Mm. Like she, like he's like I have, like they're in the middle of a of a conversation. He's like I have, like she's like I know you have to go. She's not mad. You, mm. she couldn't imagine. She understands. And it's like it almost seems like she got into like her field just to like sort of help him, mm. like, uh, yeah. But, Ed, like, yeah, I love their relationship. My last note, official last note, is like in Batman, you power through people. Like you are beating down people. You are like everything. Spider Man, like I feel like the punches do not pack nearly as much of a punch. But like, since you can web people to walls and to everything, and also like, dodge bullets, bullets, guns are not as big seems, of a deal for Spider-Man as they are for Batman. More, it seems more uh, strategic. Strategic, I think, is the word I want to say. Like, it seems there's more strategy of like, hey, I can punch people and like give me a space, but it's not. You're not. 
if you're trying to knock out people or get them out of the way, it's way easier to web them to a wall or web them up and then like throw them into a wall. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's not just punch and power, like because that's not who Spider Man is. Which I I love that. So. He's also dodging bullets though, and Spider Man's not able to do that. So that it's a true. little bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it a little yeah. bit easier. Yeah. Guns are more common in a, in fights when Batman's in a fight. Most likely, only one of them has a gun. And like you're just able to. Yeah. Also, it's just nice having all of my abilities at the beginning of the game. You know, where if you do a perfect dodge from a bullet, he will dodge it and then shoot them in the head with a web, and then you can press. Oh, you're doing new game plus. Automatically kill. Yeah, I have all my abilities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't have new game plus, so yeah. I don't have that. You so. could have done that. I could have. You could have done that. But I was just trying to, you know, catch up at this point. I was just yeah. I've been upgrading my person, which has been fun to to go. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. New game plus. Where's that man? I do want to. I do want. I. I did wish that I could have played it on. I yeah, I will probably play this again at some point. Yeah, like a new playthrough because I I could easily platinum this again. This oh is, yeah, this is so much fun. It's a blast. Um, anything else? Looking forward to the next part of it. Uh, yeah, this game. It's just it was just a good reminder. It was like this game deserved everything we got from all the podcasts we got. Uh. You were, I think you were shocked that I have it in front of God of War. It's just simple. I just, I, this is just a fun game for me mm. to play. It's just, yeah. I God of War is a masterpiece and everything, but I just have more fun playing this. I probably, I would go back and play this way more than I would go back and play mm. God of War, and that's Fair just enough. the thing. Yeah, don't ask him for his top ten. It's just miserable. Well, you said it already, so we're good on that front. <laughs> My top ten. <laughs> anyway, all right. So that's gonna be it for this week. Uh, Looking forward to next week and seeing what happens. Set you up well, Woody, for Nuzlocke. Oh, shit, I got Nuzlocke this week. <laughs> I set oh. you up real well. All right, Claire, get to the Elite Four. Let's go. Let's go. All right, see ya. See ya. Bye.